Friday, Friday, Galaxy on Monday. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! It's Friday. The weekend's here, and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! And take off our slacks. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! It's in a rubber house, in a rotten underwear. Hallelujah. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There, but for the grace of God, you with me. Boy, it's your pal, Jimmy J. I got another free Friday episode for you guys. Man, what an awesome time. Had it the live event out of Flying Ace Farm last weekend. Such a great, great show. The turnout was not that terrific. There was a lot going on in town. Whatever other excuse people made, it's fine. You missed the doozy. Luigi Primo, I don't know. I don't know what else you could say about the man. He was so good, so funny, so quick. Dukes is hard to keep up with when he gets on a roll. Luigi Primo took everything he had to offer and ran with it, and he was so funny. Such a nice dude. Uh, His merch was awesome. Everybody picked up that. Thank you so much for that from the man. I signed autographs, took pictures. Great show, great dough spinoff with our own Joe Soup. It was, oh my God, it was such a good time. And then uh, the short story contest. Oh, what a nightmare. Congratulations, I'll give out to uh, one loud goat for winning the contest. There was a mystery story that's still a mystery. And one of the contestants literally tried to fuck over the other one. Hilarity ensued, anger ensued. My God, such a good time. If you missed it, I'm sorry, and you suck, but it's fine, because on Monday, we gave you the recording of that live event at Flying Ace, so everybody, as long as you're a subscriber, they got to hear it. Tuesday, it was Duke's tour and Ant-Man in the studio, all three together. They go over a recap of the Flying Ace Farm event, they discuss who stepped up during the show, and of course, there were a few LVPs that made their presence known throughout the event, and all of that gets aired. Wednesday was slightly off schedule because we gave you the live event for the Monday show. So it was Dukes and Torn here again, full of jocularity. Uh, They have some audio that was captured from Tuesday's show for review. So ridiculous, but yet so funny. They discussed the XFL that started this past weekend. Duke saw the latest Jackass movie and the Washington Commanders fans should be excited about the addition of Eric Bieniemy. Thursday's show, we had a big one. Three minutes and 20 seconds shy of two and a half hours of content. It was Dukes. It was myself. It was Ant-Man. It was Money Monk. And then our special guest, Jonathan Shores, 
co-star of Tapawingo with Dukes. You know, last week we went over how Ant-Man stood up the show, and turns out another show member stood up the show for just a ridiculous reason. The Virginia Pizza Crusade had another outing. Monk had quite a grocery grocery shopping experience. We have our weekly installment of the BMI, and there are now members in the group that's now known as Shoes Hunt 'em Down Team. These are some mean mugging mother effers that are going to find out who wrote the mysterious short story. Now, Dukes and his lovely bride, they're currently on their way to the Outer Banks for a nice weekend of, let's say, rest and relaxation. Yes. He's going to be at Lucky 12 out there drinking some beer, so if you're down there locally, go see him, have a couple of drinks. It'll be fun. But let's get you to what you're here for. The Virginia Pizza Crusade, they had themselves an outing. It was Dukes, it was Monk, it was Ant-Man. We find out exactly what it's like to live the life of Money Monk. Ant-Man hurts himself, which I can't poke fun at because I'm ridiculous. And some terrific pizza has had. I'm going to get you the recap of that. I also have, when Luigi Primo finished up the dough spinning contest with Joe Soup, Dukes called him up to the table, and that man, I already told you, is the best. But let's get you started off with the recap. A lot of things took place during that live show. Dukes and Tor and Ant-Man, they go back and forth on the LVPs and the people that succeeded at Flying Ace Farm. The Virginia Pizza Crusade is on a mission to find the best slices in the Commonwealth. To keep up with the reviews, be sure to follow the Virginia Pizza Crusade on Instagram, at Virginia Pizza Crusade. This is great. I want to get the negativity out of the way so we can talk about all the positive stuff. Mm -hmm, Uh, It was by far the worst attended event we've ever had. And uh, because of that, I've got someone I need to straighten the fuck out. And I'm going to do that coming up right after this. Uh, I wanted to say thank you to everybody that did show up. Um, It was a very difficult experience for me to try to work through because I was disappointed in the turnout. I really was. And not just for me. I was disappointed for... Monk, uh, he, he makes an enormous amount of food, and there's a lot of prep, and there's, I think, five to seven employees that are, like, in some way, shape, or form working on our event while they're having their busiest day, a yeah. Saturday. So, you know, when half the people show up as did, I would say, the, this event last year in February, I think that was our biggest event, um, it's disappointing, and um, it's disappointing for me personally because I think it means that, the you know, whatever it means for, for the show. But the other side of that was... The fucking crowd was as hot as any crowd we've ever had. Yeah. So as we're doing the show, we've done shows there where I'm like, I guess we didn't do a good job because no one's laughing, nobody's high five, and everyone's just kind of sitting there. And then I go back and listen to it. I'm like, oh no, this is a good episode. But in the moment, like the energy in the crowd, I, I, you probably experienced that, Tor. It, yeah, it was odd because it. I thought it was our strongest live event live episode that it's we've definitely done. the best episode we've ever done by, by far mm-hmm. all of the, not and, even close and even when i but when we were talking before the episode started i i remember thinking hey i know it's not as many people but it was as confident i had been in the actual content of the episode we had too much it was uh, the, the 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 nonfiction short story. Luigi Primo was it, it, all. all right, hold on, you're you're I'm going sorry. wave. I asked I, you. I, here's what I asked you. I asked you is have you been on stage at times and haven't felt a lot of energy from the audience? Oh yes, that's true. Okay. Yeah, that's what I asked you. I'm, I was rambling. We have to fill an entire hour. Do you understand that? <laughs> Correct. You're 45 minutes in already. I, I'm well, a remember at the end when. <laughs> 
<laughs> you were rambling. This is Buckles that we're dealing with yeah. here. Although the Bison was out, he was out on Saturday. I mean, tours hit music cues, everything ran. He was taken over for Lip Dick Jim Jester, who I guess, guess can't say boo to anybody. I feel so bad for that kid. It ain't just his wife. It ain't just it. He cannot say anything to anyone that in any way could be interpreted as instruction or a request. We were not going to have an NFL Blitz tournament if it was left up to Jim Jester. He was just going to stand there and rock back and forth while holding an empty clipboard. He he had about 15 spots left to be filled on out of the 16. roster. Out of 16. <laughs> and he finally goes, Ant-Man, do you want to be in the tournament? And I'm like, yeah, I didn't even realize that you were doing sign-ups yet. Like... Why didn't you announce it? Make over a big the fucking announcement. Dummy. <laughs> so then Tor had to go around and basically stick his finger in people's face and be like, "Hey, you want to be in the NFL Blitz tournament?" Of course, everyone did. Yeah. What What happened to him? Do you think he went from big boss, jock, bully, fucking your ass is going into the locker? I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna hang you from the fucking flagpole into the beta male cuckold he is now. I don't know. It was very odd because it was. I wasn't going up to to people that. Had never been before, but sure. Corey, Corey Reed, hey Corey Reed, you want to be in the NFL Blitz tournament? Uh, I don't know. All right, come on, Corey, you, you, you play the play a game. It's gonna be fun, and then he's in. It's not. It's not very difficult. It's I very, would think most people were amenable that you asked to yes. playing in the tournament. It's a very nice bunch that want to play it. it it's, I, but it's it's crazy to me. It's like the fifth event in. You guys still don't know how to make announcements at all. Neither one of you. You get on the microphone. It's like tell the people what is going on, tell them about a fun prize, and then make it sound like it's fun. You guys get on that mic, and you act like you're walking the fucking Green Mile. I don't understand what happens. Now, he's way worse than you. Okay. But you were that. really bad this time. It was a bad that. outing for me on yeah. the mic. You turned back into Buckles. You were the bison <laughs> in the streets and Buckles in the sheets. That was the biggest problem. I, th I think, too, Jim <laughs> Jimmy was having a hard time focusing because he, all that pasta was over there. Oh, my and God. he knows that he can't have any of it. That's right. I saw him just gazing at people's plates the whole time. And his just... leg was all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You see him hobbling around the fucking event. It's just, it's so depressing. It is depressing. And then if you knew, I don't want to put his, I don't want to put his business out there. If, if you fucking knew that there's more, there's more on top of what we already know that I just found out either the day of the event or the day before the event that every single night Jimmy has to go do something awful before he gets to come back. And this is after he worked all day, after he's the only one in his family that works, doesn't get a Christmas present, nobody respects him, he falls on the floor, they don't help him up, fucking blows his goddamn leg out helping his parents, no one will help him into the bathroom. I mean, after all that, he has to go do something awful every single night and then he gets to come home and maybe eat a Swanson Hungry Man dinner. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, that's why I can't break his balls. Just because he can't walk up to fucking Orgy Beard and ask him if he wants to play NFL Blitz. That's sad to me. That's sad that that's <laughs> yeah. where we're at. Um, Kevin Smith, you're the worst photographer in the history of mankind. You make the show look bad. Do you understand? You make us look weak. You have no idea what you're doing, and I am asking you to stop. Here's what I want you to stop doing. Stop taking pictures of people that don't know you're taking pictures of them. Do you know how many awful, fat pictures of people I saw <laughs> that Kevin Smith is walking up to them and sticking a camera in their face, and they got three double chins going, hello, by the way, I'm one of them. You know how many awful pictures Kevin Smith took of an empty fucking room where it looked like there's 10 people at the event? So if anyone stab, stumbles across that and says, Dukes can't draw 15 fucking people out for an event. Kevin, you made us look 
fucking horrible. And there are so many fucking pictures. I don't care if you take pictures. Take pictures. It's your right. You want to come out to the show and take pictures. It's fine. But how about a little bit of editing? A little bit of self-control? How about going up to Monk and saying, hey, man, is it okay if I post this picture? You got big tits in this picture. <laughs> going up to Tor and saying, hey, Tor, I can see your whole asshole in this picture. Is it okay if I post this? How about this, Kevin? No pictures of Dukes. <laughs> I don't think it's not intentional. He's got a dark heart. <laughs> Come on. Underneath it all, there is a weird dark heart with Kevin Smith. I mean... I think, by and large, good dude. Nice guy. Loves the show. Very supportive. I love when he's out. Love when he's around. But there's this there's this undercurrent of, I'm going to get back at these motherfuckers underneath <laughs> everything he does. And it comes out in those fucking pictures, man. I'm looking at pictures where I'm like, he must hate me. He must hate the show. He must want people to go and talk shit about what we do. Because I counted 7 billion pictures where it looks like we're doing the program and Kevin has somehow set himself up in between an area where there's three people. So it looks like there's three people total at the event and he snapped a billion pictures. It's bad framing. Frame the picture. Kevin, did you know who's the guy that takes pictures for the show? Dave Ragoza. Look at the pictures of Luigi Primo coming out and then Joe, it looks like they're standing in Madison Square Garden. You'd never know that there was 50 people in that room because there was 50 fucking people in the room. <laughs> Dave Ragosa? Yes. Thank you. Dave <laughs> took pictures like he wants this show to continue. <laughs> Fuck. And it wasn't even, it's not like you had to fake it. I was looking out under the crowd the entire time. It looked like a good sized crowd. Yeah. I mm -hmm. knew that it was lighter than all the other ones, but there was plenty of pictures taken where it's like, hey, there's people laughing and enjoying themselves at a Chad Duke show. None by Kevin Smith. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fucking work for months on that show. And Kevin Smith's like, <laughs> look at these shitheads. Let me go ahead and poke holes in everything that's been done here. You get a nice picture of his face, though. Oh, Kevin <laughs> took a picture of his face? I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe that that happened. Now, Kevin did took a fantastic picture. I guess, you know, blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> Of um, Luigi's kind of crouched over, like Joe's spinning his dough, and I put it up on Instagram because it looks like that's what we want, Kevin. We want it to look like the event was fun, not that it was put on by a washed-up loser and a bunch of fat people that don't know no better. Because that, that's the picture you painted. Whether it's right or wrong, we don't want that picture out there. Holy shit. Holy shit. Imagine Kevin, the wedding photographer. Oh Every time God. the bride... Like got a booger or is fucking eating a big piece of cake and he's got a fucking beard hair in it. It's the worst angle. <laughs> I, I noticed all of his pictures are from way up high. Yeah. It's like the groom's shoes. Holy shit. Like Kevin takes a picture of the groom's Valtrex prescription right. and puts that in the fucking album. Well, I found these gas station dick pills in his glove compartment. Let me take a picture of this, too. Oh, he's fucking the bride's sister. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Putting all it out. Putting all it out. Do you, here's what I want to ask both of you. Yeah. Is this just Kevin just, he doesn't, has, he doesn't know no better? Or is there, I believe he does that on purpose. That he puts up pictures that he knows make us look bad. It's tough because I think, I think Kevin, 
it seems like Kevin has a little bit of that Joe in him, where where just a little bit of that social. You off. say autism? Not even. I don't, I, I don't get. I, but I, I'm like, that's no. not. Kevin, I don't though. get that from Kevin. I don't think so. I think no. he's no. I think he, I think he loves the show, and I think yep. he likes to help the show, and I think that I would say 95 percent of everything Kevin does around here is good. But Kevin does a bit now where because Loud Goat sat right next to Monk and Monk got up out of his chair and it was a funny bit on the show. Kevin now gets here early to sit in Goat's chair and put his feet up. So when Goat arrives, he has to ask Kevin to get up. I don't know who that's for. And it's also not even a little passive aggressively hostile. It's a hostile thing to do. And of course, I keep ask I keep wondering if Jimmy's gonna tell him to stop because like we're hosts getting ready for a show. But Jimmy can't tell anybody to stop anything. So I've been wondering what that's all about. I would wonder if Kevin is in touch with the part of him that is angry with this show about whatever it is that he's angry about. And I think if I were going to play Dr. Frazier Crane, and I don't want this to be an attack on him because I, genuinely, I do believe 95% of everything is, is good that he does and he's very supportive. I think that pipe bomb moment, <laughs> I go back to that. Tori, do you know about that pipe bomb moment? I know uh, we've heard mention of it on the show. I believe he, he tried to do... A, he wanted to do a fake uh, bit. Yeah. He wanted to do a fake feud wrestling bit I forgot who it was between two different players on the Big O and Duke show, and he referred to it as his pipe bomb moment, which is where CM Punk came out and dropped the pipe bomb promo that turned wrestling on its fucking ear. And he got mocked and shit out of the fucking room for it. I think that Kevin thinks that he's goat. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm-hmm. a guy, he's Ant-Man. He's, he's the guy that just have car watch. Hey, you want to come and sit in on a show? And it, that chance is being denied him for whatever reason. Now, I don't even know if he's in touch with that, but if I had to speculate as to where the passive-aggressive hostility comes from, I would say that's probably the headwaters. That's probably pretty accurate. Usually he seems really friendly, but sometimes you're right. Sometimes he will do something or say something that is like, ooh, you're really angry about this or that. And just won't come out right and say it. Sometimes, um, though, people, when they're joking, they don't come across as joking. Like, I think mm-hmm. humor humor is much more difficult than most people understand. Mm-hmm. And because of that, everyone thinks that they tell a couple of body jokes in a bar that they could do stand-up comedy. So it might just be him thinking he's doing a funny bit and misinterpreting it. I know Joe does that a lot. Ted mm-hmm. does that a <laughs> lot. Um, but but I, I don't want to bust Kevin's balls too much. But what I do want to say is, Kevin... You, you made the show look really bad in those pictures. So what I would do is maybe get with Tor or Jimmy or somebody and say, hey, I've got 500 pictures. Here's some of my favorites. You know, which one should I post? Or is it cool? To-? Or do whatever you want. I mean, it's your Facebook. You can post anywhere. I don't know how many people see it anyway. But I see it, and I'm embarrassed. I mean, I, I spent an hour looking through Kevin's pictures being embarrassed, saying, oh, my God, I had such good feelings about that show, and there's nobody there, and it looks awful. And I just don't know how anybody else could look at them and – and think that's a successful fucking event. Right. Kevin embarrassed the whole show. <laughs> I couldn't believe some of those pictures. I mean, what I want you to do, Tor, uh-huh. for this episode, yeah. I want you to go through Kevin's Facebook, find the best example. Okay. <laughs> and then put that up as the cover photo on ChadDukeShow.com. What about the table when nobody's sitting at it? <laughs> I saw, I have never seen that many empty tables. The only, the only place that has more empty tables is the Pizzo family reunion because they're all locked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, damn it. It's a pretty good thing. <laughs> it's going to be tough for you to find that picture tour because it's probably all of them. Oh, It'll yeah, be the yeah, first yeah. one you find in the next 250. I've never been more embarrassed about anything that I've done looking at Kevin's pictures <laughs> and thinking like, well, this is just representative of fucking what, you know. 
All right. Um, that's all the bad stuff, I think. Is there any other bad stuff? Uh, you guys are both there. I don't... I don't know if I'm picking up uh, if I got any any real bad stuff after it. A lot of good positive energy is what I got for the most part. Um, I don't know where to start. I guess we could start. Uh, I want to start with Joe because Luigi is a paid performer and he was excellent. But I got to say, I didn't know Joe had in him what he did on. Saturday, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to explain my way, and then of course you guys can give your two cents. I know Ant Man's gonna say Joe stinks. Um, no, I'm not gonna say that. Hey, up to the now. Help to the now. That's my new catchphrase. <laughs> now. He was saying Saul last night about 750 times. Because when I first said hell to the now, Ant Man's like, I don't say it like that. And I was like, you know how many times I've heard you say Saul when yeah. you meant S-A-W? It's fair. I don't know what that accent is. Like, everyone has that accent where they say put an L at the end of that word. He's from Northern Virginia. I know. It's very strange. He'll tell you he's from fucking uh, Vietnam. Um... <laughs> Joe did something that if you are a goat will understand this. Lewis Tully will understand this. Uh, a lot of the people in the audience that are uh, little Eric will understand this. He, if you are a hardcore wrestling fan, a lot of people want to go out there and they want to get theirs, right? They want to get over. You want to get over with the crowd. And I stupidly had no conversations with Joe before the event about what he was going to do. Um, he was willing to wear the singlet that I bought him. He was willing to wear the headgear that I bought him. And he's willing to wear the cup that Anthony bought him. And I have to say, I have to say, although Anthony weirded me the fuck out for about 45 minutes on the Saturday morning tour, I don't know if you got any of the same phone calls. Anthony went cup shopping for Joe for an hour. An hour straight. I'm getting pictures. I'm getting texts. Do you know if it hangs right or left? Dude, <laughs> are you joking? Because he called me and said, how big do you think Joe's cup needs to be? And I said, Anthony, I have no fucking idea. What type of a question is that? I, I had a hard time finding the regular jock strap. They're all in shorts now. Right. Well, you don't want that. You need no. a jock. Right. 1972, West uh, North Dallas 40. That's the type of fucking <laughs> jock strap that we need. Um, he he calls me up. I, I put him on speaker. I'm driving there with my wife. He goes, do you think Joe's dick? If I get him an extra <laughs> small, I, that'd be funny, right? But do you think he'd work? Like, yeah, what the fucking kind of call is it? Why are you still at Target? What's the shaft to ball ratio? It was five minutes before we were sp the doors were supposed to open. He's still at Target in Leesburg buying cups for Joe. <laughs> now, thank God he did because I got to walk into the bathroom at Flying Ace and hear Joe. I thought he was wrestling a cougar. <laughs> But he was just trying to get him get into a jock strap because he's never worn one before. Oh. And he goes to the physical outside underwear, underwear, underwear. And I said, Joe, you don't wear underwear. I said, like, you just wear the jock, put your underwear in your pocket. He's like, you're fucking with me. And I'm like, no, you just wear the jock strap. That's all you wear. That's why you do it. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to put it over my underwear. I'm like, you're fucking weird. All right, that's fine. But when Joe came running out in them tights, and that fucking stupid cup was right there in the front, and he had this weird elongated bulge, I couldn't stop laughing when I was looking at it. It was, I think, coupled. Coupled. He here's <laughs> here's what I think sold Jess the whole. is a huge couple. <laughs> oh man, the shaved head. I think it was so smart. That was it, his idea. It yeah. put everything together. It did because it went from. Oh, here's Joe Soup on the Chad Duke show. Here's what he's got. He's got the, the big flat top, and he's got the face all He's that. a goofball. And then he shaved his head. And he's Tony Ja. I'm like, wow. Joe looks, he's looking the part. When Joe mm -hmm. came running in with the shaved head and the, 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 the fucking medals around his neck and the headgear, and this is before you see the back of him and you realize, oh, my God. 
there's eight inches more of head on the front of his face than on the back. <laughs> Before you see that, <laughs> when he's just coming at you, yeah, like this is an athlete, yeah, like this is this is a performer, like this is uh, Maven. Look up Maven. Uh, that's who Joe looked like running down the fucking, uh, and he was spinning around. He was calling, and then Joe, I don't know how he knew to do it, but he realized I'm the bad guy today. I'm the heel. And a lot of times people have to be told that. It's like they're up there performing like they want to look good. Joe realized, because Joe's a baby face, I feel like, for the uh, for the, the solid dudes. Mm-hmm. He said, I got to make this crowd realize I'm not here to fucking. And he, he shit on the crowd and, and did all the. And I know it sounded like a simpleton when he's doing it. But that, that I'm Joe Soup. Like, that shit is wrestling 101. And by the time Luigi comes out, the crowd's already booing Joe. And he's fucking flipping them off and all that shit. And I was like, God damn, I. For him to have the instincts and to just know to do that, I was—I was, for lack of a better, I was very proud of him for, for knowing that. I was, he did a great job. I was shocked because Me I, too. I didn't know he had that club in his back. I didn't know. I, I thought, wow, Duke's coached him up on no. this. He just went out there and he ran out and he just had an energy and it it, it looked like he had been like a wrestling fan diehard his whole life. And he, he hasn't been, I don't think. Uh, and so that way when Luigi comes out um, – and this is where I got to thank the audience. It was so loud when Luigi Primo came out that it sounded like, it sounded like Raw. You know, it mm-hmm. sounded like, and he texted me afterwards. He's like, dude, it's one of the best events I've ever done. It's like one of the biggest pops I've ever gotten. Like, it was fantastic. And there was, you know, 70 people there or whatever it was. Like, it's, it was so great to be sitting up there. And then Joe gets everybody booing. And then the fucking music doesn't fuck up because I knew the music was going to fuck up. And it didn't. Thank you, Tor. Yeah. <laughs> he played the right theme songs at the right time, which I knew he wasn't going to do. I knew I was just waiting for Buckles at that moment. <laughs> Luckily, Buckles was under the table. Um, the Bison fucking played everything. And uh, he came and he walks all the way up and he's doing the spinning thing. And he gets up on top of it. Everyone's going fucking crazy. I fucking was, I was, there's a picture of me where I have this big fucking Joker grin because it was so perfect. And then the back and forth for the dough spinning was perfect. Mm-hmm. There, There's a video of um, Will Ferrell having a drum off with uh, the drummer. I think it's for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Uh, I think it's on Jimmy Fallon and they're dressed exactly alike. And the funny part about it is Will Ferrell can play the drums, mm-hmm. but he just plays the same lick three straight times. <laughs> And it's it's perfect because then it lets you know whatever the guy's name is go Chad Smith go crazy on the drums. I don't know if Joe planned that out either, but for the first two times he just did the same thing, and then Luigi went crazy, and then Joe brought out his one trick. He played his he planned out his three five. I think I told him once you're going to do three dough spinning exercises, and I certainly didn't say you're going to lose. Yeah, Th- that wasn't a work. Like I none of that was wrestling. That was everything that happened was real. And then when Luigi started selling, whatever Joe was, Joe would throw the dough up in the air. It would land on the ground, and then Joe would start kicking it and dropping elbows on it. And then Luigi would roll around on the ground selling it like he was being hurt by yeah. the fucking... <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. They didn't go over that at all. Yeah, they did a really good job. The primo chants were so loud. They were loud. so loud, man. That was the, probably the loudest pop I've heard for anybody at in the, a any long show, time. Yeah. Certainly and, not for when Bo comes back. Yeah, and uh, it was... No pop. Poor Bo. Charlie Haas pop. Uh, it, I thought they did a great job. Joe uh, cut the promo on Luigi at the beginning was great. Uh, the they both sold each other's moves. Uh, the whole thing was very entertaining. It was so great, and then, uh, they couldn't have wrestled a match, and it would have been better. Like yeah. the fact that they didn't have to touch each other at all was amazing. And um, 
That dude is Luigi Primo is a fucking his he's I didn't want to say it before, but he's in kind of rough shape right now. He's having a bunch of concussion problems. Um, I'm, I feel he's probably fine with me saying that now, but he's not allowed to do anything physical right now. So we had to have a conversation before the event. Where he's like, "Look, no one's going to throw a chair at me or anything, are they?" And I said, "No. <laughs> Who the fuck are you been working for, dude? Like, no, no one's going to throw a chair at you. Like, we're going to kiss you." And that's why when he goes, "Do you have any questions for me?" I just wanted to make it as easy for him as possible on the stage. Yeah. So I jumped the gun on like, all right, man, you can go over by your merch table and chill out. I just wanted it to be an easy day for him because he'd already done his. If it would have ended with him winning the dough spinning contest and then getting back on the plane and flying home, that would have been well worth everything that he was paid. But then he gets up on the fucking mic and I, I, I texted that <laughs> dude after the show and I said, look, man, if you love wrestling, you should keep wrestling. But here's what you can do. Take this gimmick right out some stand-up like start with 15 minutes and start working it out and then start going to 30 you get 45 minutes like that guy is one of the quickest improvers that i've ever been on the stage with and we didn't go over any of that shit and all i had to do was just ask him a just very easy setup question and he had funny joke after funny line after funny reference i mean i know he probably has some of that shit just ready to fucking fire if he does an interview but that was all different material than he did when he called into the show oh, right yeah I mean, it sounded like he just came up with all that off the, the cuff, whether he did or not. It was quick. It was nuanced. It was just, it was fun. I'm just watching it like, wow. And it was PG. Yeah. yeah. He didn't do, for me to get laughs, I've got to tell rape jokes and fucking talk about Taurus's mom. <laughs> like, horrible. Fun. I know. Christ. I know. I'm not happy about it. It's all this horrible, awful shit because that's the only way I can get a pop. Luigi's up there just talking about how he's making pizza and he's like, you know, in Brazil teaching people to make pizza. The pasta syndicate or what? Yeah. I'm just and, like, wow. It's all hilarious. You could tell it in front of four-year-olds. Intergalactic Space Championship. <laughs> I mean, that guy's a fucking genius. Dude. I mean, you realize that. That guy's a fucking genius. Yeah, he he was real fast, real funny. The interview between the interview you gave him was so damn funny. Me and Monk were cracking up listening to dude, I didn't you guys to, go back and forth. People kept coming up to me. They said, you did a great job. I was like, dude, I didn't do fucking anything. I just <laughs> asked him, like, hey, what's the biggest pizza you've ever made? And you know, then he would kill for 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, that's why, I mean, it, it was nice of people to say that. Um, but Jesus Christ, man, I was so impressed. And then every picture he took, I don't know. Did you guys get a picture with him? Mm-hmm. He's, he's got the most... Is Jim Carrey like face like when he goes ha like that and his fucking eyes go everywhere? <laughs> yeah. It's just the most photogenic, stereotypically fucking Luigi Primo face you've ever mm-hmm. seen in your life. The mustache is perfect, and then he came down out of the fucking changing room and he had like a dirty hoodie on and like 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 scrubs, and he looked real small. And I fucking was like, oh man, I hope this dude's okay. Like maybe he's fucked up. Like he's you know been wrestling for a while. Maybe yeah. he's injured or something. He took that shit off and just turned into that fucking character. And he looked twice as big, and he looked diesel when he was fucking doing it. And I said, God damn, man, that's what that's what talent is. And I know we're talking about a pizza wrestler. I know. But if you were there, I guarantee everybody agrees with me. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. You watched a guy that had perfected a bit and a character, and a, a, you're just like, wow. He, there's not, he's not missing a step. It's so funny, too. He, he turned it on, yeah. and he just was on. It was awesome. Also, the, the shit that he can do spinning a pizza is really impressive. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do any of that stuff. Andy was he was super nice at the at the merch table. He was so real nice, talkative. Like took every he, picture. Yep, dude, I saw him running his own merch, and he's getting asked all the annoying ass shit that I get asked in the at Commonwealth Dry Goods, and I can't take it. Like I freak out. I tell people, no, we don't have Venmo. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He's just flipping his phone. Yeah, here. Oh, you this app? Okay, here, here. All right, do this. Yep, absolutely. Oh, you need change? Okay. He just he just was. A, a fucking professional, a, a pro's pro mm-hmm. is what he was. 
Um, and I've worked with some other people that are not that. So um, it's fucking amazing. And if I told you what I paid that guy, I, you wouldn't believe it. Like, you would not fucking believe how, I'll just say, valuable uh, that appearance was. Now, the travel was a bitch, but whatever. Travel's a bitch. Um, I don't know that you could say enough positive things about what he contributed to that event. And then it was made that much better off of Joe. And then the whole time, the only part Joe fucked up is at the end, when we're still waiting to announce the winner, like he gets on his knees and starts worshiping Luigi Primo. Yeah. And you know why he did that? He's a huge fucking mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was so so excited. He was just so to excited be up there with him that I was like, Joe, you couldn't have waited to. He was like, I just wanted to kiss his ring. I'm a stand character until the end, and then kiss his ring, dum dum. That was the only part I thought he fucked up. But like they worked so well together um, mm -hmm. that it was that was surprising. And then the stuff on stage was even better. Like he was so fucking funny uh, while he was sitting out there with us. And it, honestly, it made the rest of the show more difficult because. Me, there was about five to seven minutes after he left the stage where I'm like, oh, man, this this is a really big deal. What's about to happen with this short story contest? But like all the laughs have been drained out of this fucking room. Yeah. yeah. So you had to pump it back up a little bit. But um, that's, that's, that's a great problem to have. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, and the audience seemed to be very receptive to him. And it, they look like as um, entertained an audience as I've seen when well, he was on the stage uh, just chopping it up. Another great thing that they did, um, and this is, again, this is people don't talk about money a lot. They don't, you know, they act like it's a big deal. When people spend money, it's a big deal. First of all, thank you to everybody that bought merch. We had a, an enormously successful day for the amount of people that were there tour, the amount of transactions. We had most everybody there picked up something. A lot of people went fucking hard. So I want to say thank you to everybody that supported the shop and the show. But Luigi, me and Tor are sitting there trying to start the episode and there's just a line for Luigi selling merch. I'm like, let's make him, let him make his money, man. Like, it's, mm -hmm. I guarantee that was a better. I think he told me it was like one of the better merch lines he's ever fucking had was at that show. That's after people have already bought breakfast or bought fucking spaghetti and bought drinks and bought Chad Duke show shit. A lot of people stepped up and got stuff from him. And I know that makes a big deal for someone that's like he's a traveling entertainer. The best barbecue in Virginia can only be found at Monk's Barbecue in Parsonville, Virginia. Check them out at Monk's BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at Monk'sQ.com. All right. Tar. I think we got to leave this up to the crowd. Because right now they seem very split. How many of you here in attendance at Flying Ace Farm tonight, courtesy of Monk? He's right there. Don't criticize him. How many of you here think that Joe Soup won the contest? All right. It's a lot of noise for Joe Soup. It's a lot of, it's a lot of noise. Do you think it's going to be the same reaction for Luigi? I don't know. I think we'll just have to wait and see. How many of you in attendance today thought Luigi Primo won the contest? Wow. Oh, Joe spikes his dough again. All right, can we get a handshake here between the two wonderful combatants? I think this was absolutely tremendous. There it is. Oh, Fantastic. that's great. Fantastic. Luigi showing the utmost respect. Luigi, do you mind joining us up here for a moment? I know you have a, he's got a jet set out. There is a pizza competition in Austin, Texas. He must be at. Let me just say that uh, I thought of going into this. I thought of Joe Soup. You know, he's a member of the, the uh, Magic Fantasy Club, a fan club, and he also defeats all the elites in the building, but I thought, you know, he's a trash of pizza. He makes a trash of pizza. He's a piece of a trash. A piece of a human garbage who sucks. I thought of that. 
but, but but after we had, but after we had, we had our match, I think this is a true sportsman, a true pizza athlete that I was a proud to compete against. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Joe, you can't get a better pizza endorsement than that. Uh, this, uh, well despite said. all the shit talk, <laughs> well Luigi, said. Despite all the shit talk, Luigi, I'm I'm a little nervous. I got a little nervous. What? When you're getting your, when you're getting your ass kicked up there? Well, my knees were weak. Oh my no. Arms were heavy, and I vomited on my sweater. It was monk spaghetti. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Was that a, was that a, a rap? Did you just do? Did you just a freestyle? Oh, no, 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 I made that up myself. That's a Joe Soup exclusive. Yeah, yeah, you just came up with that off the top of his head. How did it feel to be up there competing against... In all seriousness, I have nothing but respect for Luigi Primo. He's the best of the best. Uh, but if, if I wanted to improve myself, I had to challenge the best. And in defeat, I learned a valuable lesson. What's that? Never challenge Luigi Primo. Oh, yeah. All right. Absolutely fantastic. Everyone must have learned this lesson at a summer point. It's tough life. to be humbled both as a pizza maker and a wrestler is an experience that most people don't get. Guys, Luigi traveled from multiple cities throughout all kinds of matches. He was on a cruise like 24 hours ago wrestling Chris Jericho to be here tonight. Give him a big round of applause. He's absolutely the best. He's the best. How do people check out all your stuff, by the way? Social media, what's the best way to check out everything you're doing? So you can follow me at Best Pizza Chef on a Twitter. You can follow me at Luigi Primo PWR on an Instagram. Also, I am the main Luigi Primo on a Google. <laughs> Except for Italian, a painter, Luigi, Luigi Primo, a.k.a. Luigi Gentile, but he's a longer dead. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> exactly. Thank God for that. Luigi, it's been absolutely tremendous to see you, brother. Thank you so much for making it out. Real bad. Thank you. Safe travels. We'd love to have you okay. back. Yes, okay, so I'll leave it now. Well, you can go, you can hang. You want to hang out? You want to go to sell merch? What do you want to do? You can do whatever you like. It's, you, up, it's, up, to, it's up to you. Do you sit have up any, here do you for have a any bit. questions for me? I have a, a couple, absolutely. One, when you go out and wrestle in front of people that don't know your shtick, <laughs> that don't know the gimmick, what is that like? Because we try to do this in front of people that don't know what we're doing and nobody likes it, so... <laughs> Well, well, one one advantage that I have is uh, I am a pizza chef, a themed wrestler. Okay. Correct? So the fact that I come out in a wrestling singlet and an apron pretty much immediately <laughs> communicates my intent. <laughs> so, so people not understanding it is is not a concern for me. So you don't think your mission statement is murky at all? You think immediately you can drive the point home? No, not at all. My mission statement, it, see, Luigi stands for a low low cost. It uninterrupted ingenuity, <laughs> a genuine intelligence. That's what it stands for. I, I deliver value to the business community by making a good pizza using agile technology of frameworks. <laughs> um, the one thing I've noticed, though, I've been following you on social media for a long time. I'd love to, to go to your your pizza restaurant. I know you own one. It's very popular. You throw people out all the time. Where is it and how can I visit it? So uh, due to the pandemic and also due to the mafia, mm. I uh, lost my pizza restaurant. Oh, no. Yes, my brick and mortar. 
But I, I am allowed to occasionally take over other pizza restaurants and say that it's a primo restaurant. And currently, I do it with a restaurant in a, Austin, Texas called Asamitaro. They have a real Neapolitan style <laughs> oh oven. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to check that out. It's a good Asamitaro. They have a slight achar. If you know anything about a pizza, you know it's all about the slight achar. Have you, um, have you ever addressed any pizza-making concerns with the bigger chains, the Little Caesars, the Pizza Huts, the Domino's? Because I know pizza is religion to you, and I would imagine they don't necessarily live up to your quality. Yes, so uh, when you talk about a Little Caesar and a Domino's, I found the best thing I can do is go to you know, one of those chains, and I take my you know, a cell phone. It has a, it has a, a camera. Camera. It has a camera, so you take a video, and you see their employees, they go into the, the trash can, <laughs> And they put a handful of garbage and they put it on the pizza. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, diabetes and syringes. Sure, yeah. And wrappers and a different slime. And they put that on a pizza and then I take a picture of that. I send it to the, uh, uh, you know, o o OSHA. 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 And they're closing them down. <laughs> and I am the winner. And then you're the... Again. So you don't necessarily even have to resort to the wrestling most of the time. You just use the intelligence and you use the camera phone. Right. A big part of wrestling is using your brain mm. to uh, outwit your opponents or a rival of businesses using a underhanded attacks <laughs> tactics. Or uh, may maybe you uh, maybe you tell the yeah. city. Maybe you say, "Oh, watch out! They're they're, uh, they're a driveway. There's an abutment that's gonna hurt a car." And then you get them a ticket. Okay. You're, you're pricing them out. Your price because sure, sure. Because when when you have more money and you're an established restaurant, you can use your uh, you can dominate them okay. using using a monetary strength instead of a physical strength. <laughs> I tell you what, you and Monk from Monk's Barbecue should do a podcast together, because he is an evil, corrupt business warlord too. You've got to be in this world, but you know I take a a twenty percent of my annual income and I give it to a poor unappreciated to children in Italy who have never had a pizza. <laughs> yeah. And I've given them a pizza, and that's how we call it giving a back, giving a back a pizza. Wait, how many people in Italy haven't had pizza? Not, not as many as you would think. Okay, I, all right. I would have said one in every 20. <laughs> that just seems inconceivable. Yeah, they, they get confused. They say... I show them a pizza, and they say, what is that? Is that a spaghetti? And I'm like, no, no, it's not a spaghetti. Sure. It's a different food called a pizza. <laughs> and this is in Italy this happens. This is not a, just a spaghetti, I tell them. And they're like, oh, oh, you mean a lasagna? And I'm like, no, it's not a lasagna. And then they're like, oh, it's, it's a gnocchi. And I'm like, okay, you're getting closer. They say, it's a kitchen, ch chicken cacciatore from, from a Mayanona. And I'm like, just, it's a pizza. Sure, sure. It was originated in Italy. How come you don't know what a pizza yeah, is? That's got to be a weird set of circumstances. Do, so do they worship you as a god after you do this? They, they don't worship me as a god. Instead, I am a usually a, a pariah. <laughs> that's a little different. They say, what is this a flat of food? What is this a flat spaghetti sure. with the cheese on it? And I have to form some kind of a tribe. And then the tribe, we, we, we work our way through the local ecosystem and use the tactics aforementioned to sure. a have a kind of a syndicate and uh, you know I don't want to get too much into it but when I go back I'm a planning you know there's a certain prime minister now and I think I can garner enough of support oh, okay. to uh, you know do what it needs to be done. for the pizza syndicate yeah. when are you you seem to wrestle a lot also when are you doing all of this subterfuge and counter espionage for 
pizza in Rome? Because it seems like that there's not enough hours in the day. Yeah, so, so pretty much it's done via Skype. Okay. <laughs> we, we got a Skype fan, ladies and gentlemen. Not Zoom, not FaceTime. No, so no, 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 no. That's a tool of, uh, of the regime. <laughs> the, the, pasta, the pasta regime? The pasta regime. Yeah, you got to look out for them. That would be a stable, I think, that you could head up really well. Like, if you wanted to expand your uh, wrestling enterprise, the Luigi Primo and the pasta regime. I mean, I know you have your first recruit right over here if you'd like to start up a group. I, there's parts of that idea I like. I like that it's a, a regime, and I like, uh, you know, I like that Joe Soup might have been in Joe it. Joe Soup. But, but the problem with it is that it's, it's a pasta, whereas I'm, I make a pizza. <laughs> Foiled again. Yeah, I apologize for that. Um... When you go out and you are wrestling and then you throw the pizza dough to your opponent, why don't they just let it drop and not let you kick the shit out of them? Because that's always the part that I mystified you. Throw the dough, they then want the pizza dough, and then you beat them to death. Yeah, so, so it's, I really got to aim it right. I don't always aim, if I aim too low sure. and they catch it, they can take the pizza, throw it on the ground, and then maybe a clothesline me or a kick me in the head. <laughs> but if I throw it accurately, it wraps around their head hmm. in the manner of a 1980s classical film, Alien, the Afesa <laughs> Hugger. And then that leaves them vulnerable for, you know, a split a second. And during that split a second, I, you know, I do a drop a kick. Sure. And that, that's my main strategy. You don't think that's a little underhanded to blind your opponent with a foreign object and then kick him in the head when he's not looking? It's not a foreign object. It's, I'm an American. I'm Italian-American. <laughs> I'm, I'm a proud... USA, USA. <laughs> I did not expect this tonight. I, I'm a proud I live in a country where I'm allowed to wrestle and use a pizza while I'm a wrestle. In a summer countries, they don't let you do that. In mm. Brazil, you'll go to a jail. <laughs> <laughs> so if you bring the pizza dough into the ring, then what, like stormtroopers come running out of the side, they grab you and put you in a gulag? Well, they're not a storm of troopers because that's, that's a, from a Star Wars. <laughs> um, though I would imagine if I tried this on like a Tatooine sure, sure. or some other ma made up a planet, then I would have to worry about the machinations of the intergalactic empire. But because I live on a, on a regular Earth, when sure. I go to, go to a Brazil, it's a, typically just the police. And they, they wait till after the match. They let you finish the match, and then they're like, okay, Luigi, it's the time. And I'm like, all right, you guys got it. <laughs> Actually, consider them to wait till after the match to, to rest you and throw you in a holding cell. I think it's so. Have you ever thought about intergalactic pizza wrestling? I mean, now that we're just sitting here spitballing. I've a thought about it, and you know, I've a thought about, but it's, but the problem with that sure. is, I don't. Nobody can't afford to have a go to spaceship. Okay. Because it costs us so much money. It costs a, maybe maybe when I get some uh, traction with the Italian government. Right, right. We can do the the new Italian uh, space program. But, yeah. So the, the original Italian space program, not as successful. Yeah, I'm unaware of that, that original Italian space program. What, yeah, what were their problems? Mainly, it was that they were trying to build the rocket ships out of a penne. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so that was a part of it, but it was mainly about, the, uh, mainly about some uh, funding issues. But having, having rockets that were made out of a, a, a grain-based pasta was also... Sure. <laughs> A problem. 
By the way, if Ant Man ever released a solo album, it would be Rocket Ships of Penne. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've learned a lot today. The, the ideal plan for you not to wrestle in Brazil, infiltrate the pasta syndicate, flip it to a pizza syndicate, build a starship so you can start an intergalactic pizza wrestling federation. Yes, thank you for uh, taking notes on it. That, that, that sort of. <laughs> I, that definitely. Uh, Yes, I would say that's my plan, yeah. and you've crystallized it yeah. and visualized it. One of my best talents is to take things that funny people say and then say them in a different way and use them for my own purposes. Yes. Well, you, use, your, uh, use your ordered uh, brain <laughs> to uh, do what I cannot uh, do, sure. which is a chron chronologically uh, order my thoughts. Okay. Well, I think together we can make this happen. Now, I just want one last thing. Uh, Tord, walk around to the front here, please, if you don't mind, in front of the table. Okay, I can do. Luigi Tor is a young man. He's 25. He played football, uh, but he's built in the way of a Russian nesting doll. So what I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. Just I want him to just walk around the front. If you were to, because you wrestled some big men, I've seen that on yes. your social media. Right. If you were to attack this gentleman. Okay, he's down in your stance. Right, I appreciate that. Yeah, Tor. yeah. Where would you start if you had to get into the ring with Gigantor? Knees. Knees. Because they're already in, under a lot of stress right now. Just go immediately for the knees. Just to, are we kicking them or what are we doing? Yes, yes. Drop I'm, toe I'm, hold. I'm or? leaving my feet and uh, putting all the force of my quadriceps to a kick out his knees. Right. Have you seen, though, um, the thighs? Deliver a permanent injury. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying cripple him. I mean, it's a wrestling. It's expected. Sure. So I would do that, or maybe I would come off the top. Basically, many different offenses involving attacking the joints or flinging myself, my entire body, into him. But, but here's the thing. If I did fling my body into him, I imagined he would catch me right. and then make some kind of a grimacing face and then a body slam me. <laughs> and then I'd be back to a square one. I've seen that a few times in professional wrestling. It happens to me... <laughs> Every week. <laughs> but you have to keep it trying. Just like in a life, you know, every time in a life something. It's like Iraqi has said. No, nothing is going to catch you when you're trying to jump on them and slam you on the ground harder than a life. That's yeah. why you've got to get back in the jungles of Cambodia and a, I don't know, whatever he has said. Whatever. That's... It's word for word, I word think. Word for a word. I think that was Rocky Three, actually. It was right before, yeah, it was right before Clubber Lang walked out of the ring. All right, Tor, sit down, please, for God's sakes. You're embarrassing yourself. Thank you, Tor. How many times would you say you've jumped off a top rope, someone has caught you and then thrown you on the ground? Uh, maybe like 30 times a year. <laughs> so almost, you know. More Sometimes it works. Sometimes I win. Sometimes I do it and I literally win. But then I have to immediately roll out of the ring because <laughs> three and a half, they kick out and, and they're mad and they're grabbing after me. But I do a little tour around the ring and I'm like, I ah, dude, I'm the best. Um, you've traveled all over the world. Where is the worst pizza that you have found? What location has the worst pizza you've encountered? I would say probably a, you know, there's Michigan has the glove apart and then it has the other part. Okay. As I was telling Eric about it earlier. The, the Northwest part. The southern part of the upper part. Okay. That has some a frigid and alarming a pizza. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have a bad pizza and you're like, oh, gross. But sure. this was a like, I, I want to help these people. 
You want to rescue them from their pizza situation? I want to I wanna give them a good pizza so that they don't have to eat a pizza that's been dipped in the snow. That's the way <laughs> I, I get there. And, and the, uh, the, uh, the server, they say, oh, do you want me to dip in the snow for you or are you going to do that? And I was like, nobody needs it to do that. And they, she, she got it the manager. Sure, sure. But it's nice that they give you the option though, right? Not a really. Okay. Why would they give you the option? Maybe they, you know, you'd want additional snow to what they were going to. I, we're going too far with the bit. Now, you've had a chance to make pizza in Japan for some very famous Japanese yes. wrestlers. Now, right. how did that go? Oh, that was awesome. I worked with uh, Ashima, who is a, a great wrestler, and uh, he kept uh, taking away my pizza. But uh, luckily, the ref would have then be like, no, only Luigi gets a pizza. <laughs> so he would have taken it from him and then gave it to a me. And that happened for, I would say, about three to a four minutes. <laughs> so it was a very good five-star match. And then uh, <laughs> that was in a Tokyo. And then I had a match in Osaka where I wrestled a, a Kaz Hayashi, the greater wrestler, wrestled all over the world for, yes, he's, he's the man. He's, a, he's a 50 years old and he, he's in shocking us, just up and down the stairs, no, yeah. no problem. But, uh, <laughs> oh, incredible. but, but we had to go to match and um, I hit him full in the face with my pizza dough as hard as I could. So he's passed away, he's no longer with us? Absolutely not. The pizza was a more hurt oh, because okay. he's a face is a somehow muscular. Like I've been a hit. <laughs> I've been hit with my own a pizza dough and essentially been a knocked out by it. Okay. But he was a fine. Wow. Was, and yeah, I was like, I'm dealing with a different kind of a human being, which is in Japan, they're, they, you know, they train a wrestling so hard. They do. So I was, I was grateful to, uh, to be allowed to participate in a, that a greater tradition of a good wrestling. Do you think that he had a, have you ever wrestled anyone with a larger face than Joe Soup? Because I don't know if it's possible unless it's floating in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I was in a, a few years ago. I got a flown out to a place called Easter Island. Okay, all right, of? yeah. I've, I've heard of that. That's it. I'm not going to allow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you just let the laugh sit there and you can just walk away from it. You don't have to punch it up or anything. Didn't know they had wrestling in Easter Island, but it does explain a few things. Um, one last thing for you, and uh, thank you, by the way, for spending so much insight. I've, you know, honestly, I doubt if, I doubt if Randy Orton was sitting here, we'd be discussing invading intergalactic territories to take the pizza crusade to them after... The penny spaceship deposited us in Unless there. I don't RKO you. That's a great point, too. As I'd, a surprise. I'd rather that not happen, if possible. Um, <laughs> when you're here in uh, the Washington, D.C. area, and you come on out to a beautiful Flying Ace Farm, you see here, you've traveled to many places. I'd love to know where this uh, area stacks up against every other place you've gone recently, which because it seems like you're all over the world at all, at all times. I, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, you know, being on the Achata Duke show originally was a was a, such a, a unusually awesome experience. Oh. I've been on a lot of podcasts, but like, sorry, the the, the Chatta Dukes one was a uh, was real good. It was <laughs> up there, t top five, top three, top two. Uh, so I was very grateful to come down. All right. Yeah, yeah. Can I? And uh, to to uh, meet everybody. That was a, it. Was a truly awesome. So. And for me, I would say 
Uh, I can't really remember too many places to uh, do a, a very effective a gradation of a place. A gradation. But let's say if we do a colors with a yellow at the top and a purple on the bottom, let's go with green. <laughs> <laughs> like a good basil. <laughs> Last question. That's Money Monk right there. He owns this place. He owns Monk's Barbecue. He owns everything around. Oh, I'm well acquainted with a monk. Uh, you are. He is very generous, but also incredibly cruel. That's it. I just wanted to tell you that. I've seen, I've seen the show. I've seen Antonio Shalhoub solve a mysteries. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I know he's a very clean and that it helps him in his business, and I respected that. But if you think you can make a better pizza than a Luigi Primo, you're going to have to do feed me in the ring to a no. Because one thing about it mean is in addition to make a best of pizza, I'm also the best of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Luigi Primo, everybody. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. If you want to become a Chad Duke Show Facebook subscriber, it's very, very easy. Head to the Chad Duke Show on Facebook, hit the subscriber hub button, and follow the steps to gain access to the secret supporter group chat and get the bonus show video backlogs. We did the pizza bit, and uh, I got there first, of course. Um, Monk was cruising towards the LVP, cruising steady. Uh, we get a text. I spoke to Monk last night. We talked yeah. about pizza. and uh, Doing some shopping. We're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> seemed like you were as excited. You're as excited for uh, the Virginia Pizza Crusade as anybody, right? Uh, Tuesday is my, uh, my favorite day. Favorite day of the week, yeah. Tuesday. Nice. I would completely agree. We uh, go eat pizza, and then Monk takes a nice nap, and then he comes here and chugs three liters of coffee, and then we do a show. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty good day, i got to be honest. So Ant-Man and I uh, get a text at roughly, I would say, an hour before Virginia Pizza Crusade time. <laughs> yeah. And Monk is uh, what I thought was an hour away. Um, and the text goes something like this. Didn't didn't sleep well last night. Fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was having trouble getting out of bed. Okay. Um, and, I don't, and I'm not a liar. I don't lie. Like, I wasn't going to make up, like, you know, some excuse. I, I, I so I'm like, no one accused you of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know. So perhaps I get a little credit for that, just a little bit. A credit, well, you, you get credit because we bullied you into showing up. Yeah. Well, you didn't bully me. You, you made well, me see the light. I gave you, I think, some compelling evidence. I said, yeah. I believe my quote was, you're too tired to go eat pizza. What the fuck is really going on here? And that's when I think it lit a, a fire under your ass. Yeah. Well, I, I sat there and analyzed in bed for a little bit whether I should get up or, or not. It, this and is not early in the morning, by the way. Yeah. I would just like to point that like, out. It was like 9.30. I've been up for two hours. 10 o'clock. I, I've been yeah. up for two hours. Yeah, it's it's not, was, it was because, it, because that's why we were baffled that you made it on time. Yeah, I already went to the office. Jim, it was 10 o'clock in the fucking morning <laughs> so on a weekday. Yeah. Well, I've been up for two hours. I know. <laughs> this, I, I, don't know I don't know what's happening. Actually, in the last week, it's been... It's been bad. I got like you. it's like seasonal depression or something. Like this time every year, I I turn into I just don't want to do anything. But now you got your fun hat. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, what, I, under your ass. what I need is is to get out of bed, get a shower, get into something, and I'm good. But the shower I, seems important. Man, if I don't, I'll be sitting around in my jammies until four o'clock. And we're gonna we're gonna pretend that jammies <laughs> yeah. didn't just come <laughs> yeah. out of your fucking mouth, four year old man. <laughs> don't forget, he's got a towel his yeah, balls off. I don't. Well, you're, you're, you're stepping all over it. Just, there is absolutely no key. That's slow down. The, there's the plenty of material here, Ant. Hey, you got you got something that's gonna fill an hour, Ant-Man? Because if not, you better stop stepping on all the fucking punchlines. <laughs> you ain't even gonna fucking believe it, Luke. That Vader's is fucking dead. <laughs> Can you even fucking believe it? I 
during the crawl of A New Hope. Um, Monk says, uh, you're out there, boy. And he, and he gets up and he, and he starts getting ready. And uh, I realized very quickly that the crusade is in uh, Burke, which is not close to... Do you live in Lovettsville? No, I'm, uh, I'm about 15 minutes north of Leesburg. Okay. Almost to Luckett. So far as fuck. Oh, but as far as fuck. I mean, that is, that's 50 minutes away. Um, if you're driving just normally, I would say. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes goes by and I get a picture of a very steamy shower with a wet towel being held up. Yeah. And, Monk, floss. and Monk says, this is going to take a while because for those of you that don't remember, the nut, Monk needs to shower and then towel off for at least two hours every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever we're down at the beach, we're always late for lunch because Monk is downstairs butt flossing with the fucking yeah. towel. Yeah, I've got a routine. I'm a creature of habit. I'll never forget that one time. You steamed up the whole basement, and I walked downstairs, and I thought we were on Tatooine. That's how fucking humid it was. Not Tatooine. I would have been a Dagobah is what I meant there. Fuck it. It was so steamy. Um, but you cut the, the, the toweling short, which I do appreciate. No, I still got a full toweling. I, I was going to make up my time on the road. Were you still toweling in the car? that'd be difficult it would be uh so i pull up to the 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 joint and uh ant-man pulls up and does his bit where he sits in his car looking at his phone for 30 minutes and just filling the cab up with vape smoke he put in a full day of work at that point yeah yeah i was done um fuck i was out of there (laughs) there's just there's just pink smoke like just leaking out of all of the fucking seals that are no longer good in his, his company's truck uh and he jumps out of the car and he goes, oh, man, I'm in rough shape, Dukes. And I said, what's wrong? And I look at him and I see what I can only describe as the biggest herpes I've ever seen anyone have on their bottom lip. Like a herpes that, that Jimmy would just be like, hey, that's like, you know, that's a three days out of every month there, boy. <laughs> um, and I say, hey, man, what the fuck is on your lip? Because I know you ain't been, you know, shooting no squirrel recently, as my old man would say. Um what what the fuck's going on? And he goes, ah, Dukes, Dukes. And at first he says, I was working on the job site and I sparked up and the thing hit me in the lip and then it blew up. <laughs> and then later when Monk showed up, he changed his story and said I was sitting around the bonfire and an ember hit me in the lip. So I know it's a lie. Oh, like he it's, changed the story. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. He told me something different than he told you. So like, and he forgets what he's already lied about. So. Do you want to just cop? To, have you always had herpes and you just haven't had an outbreak no, I've recently? I've never had herpes. That's clearly. I mean, that's I've never used that microphone. It happened. Yeah, now you're gonna have to fucking share with him now. Harry to Roy. That's what he says whenever he goes down to Yodel in the Canyon. Harry to Roy. I said at your at the fire at your house, a right. spark hit me in the lip, and I felt it, but I didn't. You said realize- on the job site when you said it to me while we were standing outside the joint, and then when you told talked to Monk inside, you said it was at the fire. Well, I said I, I didn't. Re- I popped it at the job because oh, it was a oh. blister on Monday morning, and I didn't realize it until I got to work. And so I took a razor blade <laughs> and cleaned it, and then stabbed it because it was like. Does anyone believe that he cleaned the razor? No blade? No chance he cleaned it at all. Does anyone believe that? <laughs> but it fucking hurts real bad. <laughs> yeah, herpes don't feel good. I've never had herpes. Well, well, I mean, you got spread. it right now. Yeah, you got it right there. No, this isn't herpes. As long as it's not diagnosed, you're good. I guess that's a great point. As long as there's not a piece of Never paper somewhere that says, like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You gave that to me. That's what you always got to say. Um, so he's got the herpes, and then we go in, and he's shaking. He's shaking all over the place. Like He's like shaking as bad as I've ever seen him shake. And he's like, oh, my God, I haven't had any alcohol in 24 hours. 
That's accurate. He's, he's slamming his pint glass on the table. It sounds like a gunshot fucking every time he puts his Diet Coke down. The poor chick comes around, gives him a Diet Coke. She comes around five seconds later, I need some more Diet Coke. <laughs> he's a fucking mess. So Monk arrives, and he got there, I'd have to say, in 27 minutes. I mean, it had to be a land speed wow. record. Yeah. They're there at 11.02, and gunshot time was 11. It was unbelievable. Um, I, I don't know how much looking at your phone speeding you did. No, but it, a ton. It had like, to be. I was going like 80 miles an hour checking text messages. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Jesus. Sending pictures. Dick pics. Yeah. yeah. Meet me at the fuck house later on tonight. Oh. Um, Monk gets there and sits down, and we order the pizza. It takes a year. And uh, Anthony goes, oh, God. My finger. I think I broke my finger. <laughs> and I said, what, like right Right now? Like, what happened? What did you do? And he goes, did you hook it on the table? He goes, no, no. Earlier this morning, about 2 a.m., I had to get out to go get some blueberry clobbler out of the refrigerator, and I hooked my foot on the comforter, and out I went. Oh and I said, I don't know what. He goes, out the bed. I fell out the bed. So he, he says that he, he hooked his foot around the comforter and then crashed into the floor, and you broke your finger. Yeah. Um, now, did I, your parents hear you when you did this? Oh yeah. I, I usually this is what I this is what happens because Mark is you know happens by the way not ha this one time. No, this has happened several times um, because Mark can't hear anything, but he I think he feels the the house vibrate. He wakes up and I just I just hear him pop up and yell, "What the fuck's going on up here?" <laughs> what the fucking shit's going on up here? I sure as shit know it's not any cardiovascular activity. And then my mom is so used to hearing the crashing, right, right, right. that she goes, "What the fuck did you fall on this time?" Kathy <laughs> dropped the f bomb. Yeah. She wow. She was, she was pissed. She was. She was livid, actually. Well, she, they probably would like to sleep. They're in their yeah, 70s. Yeah. She said, what'd you fall on this time? Yeah. Like, she knew exactly what the sound was. Yeah, because yeah. I'm familiar with sound. It's like, it's like rain on a tin roof. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I've come home drunk, and there's like a laundry basket at the top of the stairwell, oh, and no. I just fucking collapse. You just ride it down the stairs. Fall over into the bedroom and all kinds of shit. <laughs> I've knocked pictures off the walls. It depends how drunk I am. How many times have you hit the grandfather clock? Uh, just two. Oh, only two times? <laughs> yeah, because I've learned to, like, use my left leg to push a little bit towards the right. So when you're falling... So I can shoot into the, the kitchen opening <laughs> right, right. and avoid the grandfather Like clock. Like Ricky Henderson, like yeah. sliding into fucking... Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Willie Mays Hayes. It's more like a belly flop. So, I don't so, really slide. So you fall down the stairs so many times, you actually have a technique so you don't smash into the grandfather clock yeah, anymore? Yeah, yeah, I just know that i got to reach my left foot out yeah. as far as I can and push to avoid that clock. No Because no. I'm terrified I'm going to put my head right through that fucking glass one of these times. No technique for not falling in the first place. Place. That would no, have been just yeah, a would. controlled fall. I would yeah. think that would be what you wanted to refine, yeah. to not just not fall down the stairs. Now, getting my foot caught has never happened before. But, now, what did your foot? Bullshit. Use? Yeah, I don't. Believe <laughs> I don't well, not like that. this. I uh, I got my I put my left leg out and I went to stand up and and swing my right leg out and onto the ground, but it just caught the comforter just like stuck my right foot there sure and but then i was already in motion <laughs> so, and there's no so stopping that, that. There was no stopping i just kept going and fucking tried to stop myself on the dresser and jam my fucking finger into the dresser 
And then I had a... Uh, Jammed your finger into the dresser? Yeah. And then there's like a, a record display over here. And so then I ended up falling that way into the record display, and that smacked the wall. And I guess What the fuck? I so it wasn't a belly flop. I, I just assumed a belly yeah. flop. Yeah. Oh, no. How it, long were you falling? Hard. It sounds like you were falling for 10 minutes. <laughs> like a fucking it pinball. Felt, it felt like it. And, I, and then Mark pointed out that I put a hole in the wall. <laughs> oh, my the God. The record display into God. the wall that poked a hole right in it. I'm guessing you'll get right home and fix that. As uh, soon as yeah. Well, luckily, all I got to do is mud it. It's not broken through all the way. I'm sure you're great at drywall patty. No, I'm terrible. <laughs> Just like I mudded out that fictional woman I told y'all about. I mudded her the fuck out. Just like that fictional hussy that I hired from Virginia Beach fictionally. <sighs> so how's the finger now? Uh, it still hurts like hell. <laughs> I mean, probably it's it's out of the socket or something, right? No, it's it's in the socket. I could bend it. It just hurts real bad. The problem is the shaking is so violent that it's very difficult to tell if there's some sort of injury. Uh, <laughs> he yeah. looks like a... I'm pretty calm right now, though. I've what had, was that John... I've had Lo- three Miller Lights. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're steady as shit. <laughs> yeah. What was that John Lovitz cartoon? Was it The Critic? Yeah, yeah The Critic. Yeah. The... Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's just Ant-Man, unfortunately. All right. Uh, oh, you're going to want to drink this one. Oh, boy. I know that Jimmy's going to want to drink this one. One seed for him. Kimberly oh, wow. Milio. Yeah, Kimberly, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate. I don't know why she donated twice and she donated hefty. So we're gonna go ahead, Jimmy. You wearing the right shirt for it? Is that what it is, Don? You think he's wearing the shirt? I was wondering. I guess she's watching. It's all the shirt. She better. Fu- she sees that shirt. That's all she wrote. Fancy Justin. Jimmy will get all Jesus. his wildest dreams will come true. Now the video is just gonna be on him for the rest <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get a let's get a shot of the shirt and the bush lights, if you don't mind, Jimmy. Look at that shirt right yeah. there. Holy shit, when did Matthew McConaughey show up here? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Holy shit. You know what uh, Jimmy's name would be if he was in The Fast and the Furious? Oh, no. It would be Jason, his kids hate him. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Stretch. All right, I'm going to give myself one of these. Oh. I mean, I, I thought it was all right, you know, all for, right. for the speed. All right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I actually had to look up at the sky while I was trying to work it out. That's the saddest part. Uh, who do you want to do now, Money Monk? I think uh, Kimberly would like uh, Four Non Monks. Oh, yeah. Four Non Monks, my favorite band from the 90s. Yeah. Hey there, boy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. I felt like that was a little off key. Well, don't worry. She donated get, enough we'll for another, another beer we'll chug. So uh, we'll wait for Jesser to vomit into the baby bird's mm-hmm. mouth. And then, all right. There it is. No, it that's nothing. not. No. No. Still not done. It's like if you live in like a uh, a coastal city and uh, you think, oh, good, the earthquake's over, we're safe. <laughs> what on earth? And then the tsunami hits you like you know a day later, and then wipes everybody out. <laughs> Jim, these are five to six seconds longer than they used to be. Yeah, yeah it's getting ridiculous at this point. <laughs> they ever drop a scope down the throat? Nope, never not once. No. How about up the ass? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Not diagnosed. Nothing's wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine they meet in the middle and they just find a blue crab. <laughs> and they have to. They have to like. Tweet, they have to like. Yeah. They have to fucking chopstick it out of his fucking. <laughs> never seen this before. It's thrashing around in there. <laughs> I just thought it was indigestion, dear boy. Uh, you ready to go back to back? Yeah, let's do it. All right, now, monkey. I need a better effort out of you. Kimberly donated <clears throat> enough for fucking uh, two big gut time beer chugs here. Maybe she did that on, on not on purpose, but There's much no. appreciated. No refunds. <laughs> also, Kimberly, I'm going to need to put in several hours of editing this week. Several hours of editing. 
And I mean editing. I don't say it with fucking air quotes like Jester does. I want some editing from you too, there, Kimberly Emilio. Is that what we call it these days? Nah, it's not editing. what I call it, you fucking pig. All right, come on. Put everything into it. Hey there, boy! Oh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. That's it. That's the one. God damn. Hey, man, not even, don't even fucking try to send it this way. Send it behind you or something. <laughs> you are <laughs> <laughs> telling you it's like, what, like before the t-rex is fully exposed and it's just eating the goat oh. jesus christ dude bro dude 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 that's that, just, that that's just should... breathing now yeah you're just breathing belches <laughs> breathing belches would be like a great new metal band that was five are you holding it in jim no, 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 I'm just. Uh, I, you think he's holding something in? <laughs> well, I'm, like, you lost your mind? Yeah, I would like I mean, to is, hold it in. Is it is it really one big belch, and you're just like dividing it into five parts, or? I mean, that's possible, but I'm afraid if it's one really big one, oh, like I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have an yeah. event like tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah we're, we're we're worried about you having an event too, Jim. Yeah. It's probably a different type of an event, but. Yeah, I ain't puking. <laughs> Shit, it's that left ventricle tapping out like fucking it's in the ankle lock. <laughs> God damn it, dude! What the fuck? We gotta find someone else to chug fucking beer. Dude. Jim, can you stop or no? Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm worried that you can't stop. That one felt good. <laughs> Do the other ones feel bad? I mean, they don't feel terrific sometimes. But... <laughs> Holy shit. You need to go get that MRI. Just have him point the machine on the entire body. MRI? Like, how are they going to MRI? You know how big the tube would have to be? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we, we put two tubes together. They're going to fit Jim Daddy up in this fucking motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. Whew. Thanks, Kimberly. See you later. Wow. <laughs> Jesus you are... Christ. Call me later. <laughs> you chick really doesn't listen, does she? Would she, would she care if she thought you were stepping out? She probably, probably, not. probably relieved. Yeah. Uh, she probably just knows too. Yeah, but remember, Jim, Jim, Jim told got me so many errands to run for his de- mom, dare boy. He ain't going from out his for dip mom, dare boy. What the <laughs> fuck? Mark that. Mark that. Dip, dip mom, dare boy. What the fuck is dip mom, dare boy? Harry to Roy. I need oh, dip mom, dare boy right next to that. Harry to Roy. <laughs> dip mom, dare boy. Jimmy, did you mark it? I did. Stop belching. I did it over I here. You can't have it. I did it way over there. Holy shit! Howard, you still melting. Howard, you. <laughs> hey man, are you fucking drunk already? I told no. you no beers before the what, show. I know. Weeks. I've only had Monk, these. Did he, was he hammering beers before the show? Not that I know of. No, I just had these. There's a new rule on fucking when we do these shows. <laughs> hey man used to go to fucking Seven Eleven and drink two Tall Boys in his truck before he got in here. <laughs> I had to get primed up for the show. <laughs> I got to get all primed and lubed. <laughs> all right, we do have a couple more donations. We'll give Jim a chance to fucking. Jesus Christ. He's going to set off the carbon monoxide alarms here in a minute. <laughs> what happens is, like, all the tumors get all knocked around, and we got to like, get him a chance to metastasize back into all of his different organs. <laughs> Not the tumors. Yeah, it's rough. If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-AZER. God, I love it that the boys are so in on the Virginia Pizza Crusade. They seem like they have such a good time. Everybody looks forward to it. Ant-Man skips out sometimes because allegedly he has to work. Who knows how that works out? But the ridiculousness that takes place 
<laughs> it sounds like so much fun. I hope to join them one Tuesday afternoon. That is after April 1st when this ridiculous bet is over and we'll see how many tattoos I have to get on my back. Shit. But let's not dwell. Let's not dwell because in just a few weeks, April 21st, the Pie Tasters decided to become a sponsor of this show because they are having a big event at the Tally Ho Theater. Again, April 21st, the entire cast and crew here of the Chad Duke Show is going to be there. Tickets are available at tallyhotheater.com. Get over there and pick up a pair. Come hang out. We'll have some drinks. We'll have some laughs. We'll listen to some great music and have a great time. Big thank yous to all the show sponsors. We just mentioned the Pie Tasters. Of course, Money Monk at Monk's Barbecue. MonksQ.com. Instagram and Twitter, it's at MonksBBQ. Go check them out. The best damn barbecue you'll ever eat. And our guy, Joe Azer, looking to buy or sell a house in the Northern Virginia area. Hit him up. 571-989-AZER. That's 571-989-2937. He's still injured, but he's still getting the work done. We love you, Joe. Get better. And, of course, the newest Don't Sleep Energy Drink, don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code DUKES, that's D-U-K-E-S, for 10% off of your entire order. Go check it out. It's a great energy drink. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up so you can get on with your weekend. www.chaddukeshow.com. Keep up with the show. Sponsors, the shop. You get your subscription see all the episodes that we have available for you and then down at the bottom are all the social posts that's facebook.com backslash the chad duke show instagram it's at chad duke show and on twitter at chad dukes thank you to everybody that came out to flying ace farm and made that event so great we really appreciate you we have a special monday episode because dukes will be en route back home that day we have the fortress film society for you guys a very long, very thick, very throbbing, very veiny. It's going to be a great episode. We review The Burning, Hard Eight, and Blood Simple. Check those movies out if you haven't already. As I said, you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Me love you long time. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, Dukes and Tor might see you guys on Tuesday. We'll see how that works out. Rolled out the... 